0: What's up everyone, welcome to the 388th episode of the Pokemon Podcast, It's Super Effective. I'm your host, SBJ, with me, Sunday night recording for Monday holiday episode, Greg here.
1: Hello, hello, yes, I am, I just saw you. You did. And then you left, you left me.
0: I left with a cupcake though.
1: Yeah, oh, did you, Yeah. Mm
0: mm
2: mm it's,
1: it's good. Uh, uh, the one I had at the place was very good.
0: Yeah, I was in. Uh, I was in Minnesota for the weekend. I saw Greg. I saw Will. I saw Will play some sword and shield.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot you stayed with him for a little bit.
0: And uh, now I realize why he hasn't beaten the game.
1: Why
3: he is legitimately the slowest player ever. <laughs> <laughs> I could have figured that from from yeah. him talking about it. Yeah, Bobby's also here. How's it going? Uh, I want a cupcake. All right, now well, I'm here. This cupcake talk.
0: Uh, go, did they add them to, to Pokemon Go yet?
3: <laughs> Not yet.
0: Will Will is definitely the person that uh, look. I talked to everyone in the game. <laughs> yeah. Very. What's the word? Like methodical. Yeah. Very, just making sure that he checks out every nook and cranny before he moves on. So it was like very interesting to watch that playstyle. I mean, everyone enjoys games differently, but I'm just like, okay, I see it all, moving on to the next area, let's go, go, go! <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, yeah. I, I understand that. I had a friend who, I think he had like 300 hours into Breath of the Wild, wow. and most of it was, he hadn't even gotten 50% of the way through the actual main story. He was just, had so much fun cooking stuff, that's, I, that that's where I all his that time way.
1: went. I way. Yeah. I mean, I was that way with this game, because I was spending a lot of time in max raids, and I'm trying to do my combo lock. And I'm falling into the same trap. I keep doing all the max raids. I keep looking for max raids of sword exclusives so that people can get them. And I have not progressed far well, I'm pretty far in my sec in my sword playthrough right now. I just got slaughtered at the fighting gym. <laughs> <laughs> I lost four <laughs> Pokemon. It was very sad. Wow. The crits.
0: <laughs> I'm very angry. Speaking of angry we have, uh, actually, we have no angry. I don't think we have any angry news this week. I don't week.
3: think so. Oh, that's good. That's nice.
0: We have, uh, so this is our show for you guys. Uh, first off, this will come out the day before Christmas Eve, December 23rd, 2019. So if you're celebrating the holidays, enjoy. Thanks for including us in your week.
1: There's a lot of holidays, so happy holidays, because there's a bunch that are happening right now. Yeah, if you're listening to this in July. a whole lot of things that layer on each other.
0: Happy holidays.
1: (laughs) Also, yeah, it could be Christmas in July if you're listening to this in
0: July. There was a uh, Gen 4 gender leak. This has nothing Mm. to do with a Gen 4 remake. This has to do with the original Gen 4 that we're going to talk about. Uh, There are some new downloadable content via Mystery Gift that we're going to talk about. Pokemon.com. Apparently listens to our show because they took my luxury ball news that I gave you guys, I think, last week, or maybe the week before. I don't exactly remember. Uh, And they published an article about it without giving us credit. Wow. Um, So I The audacity. I know. (laughs) Yeah. How dare they?
1: The thing that many people have talked about. (laughs) They didn't cut us a check, though, because we well, definitely well, had it first.
0: Once you put it in podcast form, it's like putting it in a book. Oh, true. Your own legal <laughs> Absolutely. TM, 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 TM. <laughs> uh, the buddy feature in Pokemon Go came out.
3: I love it so much.
0: And uh, the worst Pokemon movie I think ever made is coming to Netflix. So that's everything yeah. we're talking about today. There's also going to be a new... Maddie on the move in this episode so think of it as a nice. Christmas present uh from us to you. <laughs> so that 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 is the that is the show. Uh let's let's start with the Gen 4 stuff. This is probably something you uh, would say for the big stuff, but uh I don't know how I feel about it. So this was I originally saw this on Twitter and I dug a little bit deeper because like you know just it seems a little far-fetched, no pun intended, uh, but <laughs> so I, the, the, the site I'm, oh, sorry, insert news music here. Okay, so the, site, to <laughs> so the site that I pulled this from is NintendoEthusiast.com, this was two days ago, here, titled Gen 4 Leak Suggests Most Pokemon Were Going to Have Gender Differences. Now this is back in Diamond and Pearl. Now, their source here is the, is LavaCutContent.com, and I believe we've talked about this site before in terms of Gorochu, which was the evolution of Raichu that, that a couple of right. the people who work, worked at Game Freak talked about how they made you know Gorochu and how there was, I think, sprites of Gorochu in the Space World Gold and Silver demo. Or back sprites, I think at least. Uh, and how they decided to cut it. We've we've heard stories like this before, like how Flygon was supposed to get Omega Evolution in X and Y, or sorry, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and they decided they couldn't make it work, so they cut it. You know, whether or not there's there's I g gu- I guess the sources would be that this information is pieced together from different magazines that came out mm-hmm. in Japan back in the day, and they put some stuff together and in this case, for the Gen 4 leak, suggesting that more Pokemon were supposed to have gender differences. Uh, the first part of the leak, according to Nintendo Enthusiasts, says uh, that there are many aspects of this Gen 4 Pokemon leak that suggest that it is in fact legitimate. The sprites are consistent with the information that appeared in Korokoro Koro, Koro Koro in July of 2006 before Diamond and Pearl released. That issue of Korokora stated that male and female Pokemon will now have visibility, uh, visible, distinguishable. Male and female Pokemon will now be visibly distinguishable in most, if not all, cases. Most female Pokemon will have smaller or will have reduced-slash-lacking physical features. Nintendo Enthusiast also says that it is interesting to note that female Charizard in Gen 4, Pokemon leak only had one horn, This could be a reference in the artwork back in 1997, which displayed a single-horned Charizard. In addition, a female mudkip in the leak possessed a smaller fin, just like the unused sprite that does appear in Diamond and Pearl's internal data. Um, And then all of this then points to lava-cut content. Obviously, this is an audio show. Some of this is kind of hard. I'm going to just point out a couple ones, and then we can talk about it. So um, before we begin... It's very, like, I think everyone knows that Gen 4 was the game where we did get a lot of gender differences for the first time. Specifically, Pikachu had the heart tail. Mm -hmm. Hippowdon, very, very well known to, uh.
1: (laughs) What? No, all those are shiny. You can't convince (laughs) me otherwise. It must (laughs) be shiny. It's it's gotta be shiny. Uh, I believe,
0: like, Snover had the, the, the pinstripe thing going on where it had, like, one extra stripe. Anyways. Yep. So in this, uh, the Pikachu actually had the same tail differences, but the female Pikachu would have uh, its ears down instead of its ears up, um, and the tail would be different. Chimeko, the, the male would have a yellow tail. The female would have a red tail, otherwise they looked the same. The Charizard would have one horn in the center of its head instead of the two horns. Psyduck's little hair would have a little heart instead of the three little sprouts, Wobbuffet would have the lipstick as a female, which she does have currently. Uh, The difference here that uh, her, I don't know what to call it, head piece is a lot longer. Umbreon would have smaller ears. Raichu would also have smaller ears slash ears down. Uh, Tropius would have bigger bananas. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Take that for what it's worth. (laughs) shush. (laughs) shush uh mudkip had a smaller fin which was i guess found in the the uh data dump of gen 4 yeah i guess bring it all the way to 2019 and Eevee has a heart on its tail as of let's go pikachu let's go Eevee. so they i guess didn't give up on gender
3: differences i actually don't have or haven't taken a close look at Eevee in sword and shield does it also have a heart tail
0: it yeah. does, and actually, yeah. Pokemon Go was just recently updated for female Eevees to also have heart tails. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah, oh,
3: I miss that.
0: Cool.
1: I have a hard time believing this. <laughs> I am very skeptical about this whole thing right now, because they so okay. So they act like this information that oh, it collaborates with all this other stuff isn't something people could have found out. Like if you knew it, other people knew it, and what sort of Makes me think this isn't real, honestly, is Psyduck's head. (laughs) The heart's real bad.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Not all the gender differences are, are great.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, how it's shown, it looks fuzzy. It looks weird. It looks like, like all the other stuff, it looks like they had a really easy time of shortening or cutting things off. And it's that one detail that looks like they (laughs) really struggled to get rid of the three hairs and to combine it down. Like, it just looks sloppy.
3: You're not wrong. It it looks like someone messed up the three hairs and tried to correct it. And then it got too thick on both sides and ended up being two hairs. Yeah, it's... Yeah.
1: I just, like, also this is just, I don't trust, like, there are reasons for believing it as being real or something who wanted to pass this off as real would make sure it matched
0: yeah the problem with um i i, I said this before we started i think it's cool that lava lava cut content that's the website right yeah i'm sure i'm not saying the wrong game spot game stop <laughs> just make sure things uh it's cool <laughs> that somebody cares enough about the history of pokemon um to document that because i yes. don't think That a lot of sites are doing that, um, and I who you know most websites themselves don't even make money nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) True. I mean,
1: I got my ad ad blocker on, so they're not making money off me either.
0: (laughs) So I I I appreciate and love the dedication because this is something I would love to do. There's just not enough time in the day. For me to <laughs> like maybe if I maybe if one day I win the, the, the jackpot or something I'll be like well you know I'm still going to stream on Twitch I'm still going to podcast but man I'm going to buy dozens if not dozens of old Kora Cora magazines I'm going to hire some professional translators and I'm going to do this because that would be really cool. I'm not fortunate enough to do that but it would, it would be definitely something very cool it seems like the, the people here I don't know if it's a team I don't know if it's one dude it seems great what they're doing. The problem yeah, is I mean, that like if they say we found this magazine from 2006 and we translated it, mm-hmm. uh, how good are the translators? We, you know, even even literally 6 months ago we had yeah. a translation issue with Game Informer. Um and right. obviously Game Freak, you know, apo- didn't apologize, but they quickly corrected it and Game Informer quickly uh, corrected it. It's it's it, I do kind of side with Greg that is uh nah, it's kind of hard to believe just because it's like okay
1: and, like, the, so on the webpage, like, is it le- legit? Like, the reasons for this person believing is unfathomable. Like, oh, it would take so much work to make all of these sprites. Sure, no but that's what this, it, that's, it, like, that's not, like, time making these sprites since, I don't know, since Gen 4 came out, it's years. So, you guys I don-
3: did not You guys didn't know that. Pokemon Company just copies and pastes all their yeah, stuff. I mean, they do. <laughs> you
1: are absolutely correct.
3: I totally fall into the camp that I believe that
0: they were really pushing for every Pokemon to have a gender difference. And a lot of them do, uh, whether they're subtle or not, like Tor- Torchix is literally a dot in the butt. But it, it, I I could believe that it would, that maybe they figured out it was too much work or they weren't liking the direction or it's very easy to believe. I mean, we we know this, that they went on Game Freak slash the Pokemon company went on record saying they were very scared to put even a hat on Pikachu because they were afraid that kids were not going to know that it was Pikachu. And this was this is something that's been you know proven time and time again with kids that you put a hat on something. And I'm talking about young kids like three, four years old and all of a sudden they don't know what it is anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've seen that happen True. firsthand uh, with Micah's nephew who'd like here's a Pikachu here's a Pikachu with a Santa hat he had no clue it was Pikachu anymore (laughs) (laughs) well um but you know super super young kids so I could see them being like okay let's yeah let's make gender difference Pokemon and then all of a sudden being like oh maybe we strayed too far and this is gonna be too complicated
3: or maybe they tested it out with some people you know did a little testing and realized oh this might actually be bad to do it to do it too much.
0: I, I, think it, I think it's interesting, and I would love to see more of this. It's, it's, um, what, what is like the thing in science where you need m- multiple people to like test to prove something? Data? Da- well, <laughs> like, no, like, there's like, like a...
3: Yeah, no, I know. You, you I, need like I a threshold, a right?
0: Yes. Right, right. Which is like the problem right now with Pokemon in general, with anything. Like, just look at something simple like the shiny ads. Well, the data miner said this. Well, Sarah B said this. Okay, well, now it changed. <laughs> okay, now Pokemon.com says this. All right, Sarah B changed. All right, Sarah B changed again, but Joe didn't really say why he changed. <laughs> but that's on the website. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that's a whole other option.
0: And it's like, I, it blows me away that, you know, there are the people who work on Pokehacks, you know, to modify and hack right. the game. They're the only people that are doing this? yeah and there's millions of people out there, very smart people probably enjoy Pokemon, probably know how to hack, but like we have to rely on one group of people, and it's I, you you could maybe argue that for like news of like, okay, we're gonna rely on Joe from Serebii, or we're gonna rely on Bulbapedia, which is significantly I mean, behind Joe. Um, but now it's like, okay, well, if we want like deep history of how these games are made, it's like, well, we can rely on lava cut content which, you know, they seem to be doing a lot with old stuff, right. but we have nothing to compare that to, or no. like no one else is trying that, and I'm not sure how other games do that. Like, I would assume, and before anyone says, like, oh, well, Pokemon's just so big and so complicated, I, I am sure... shows history! <laughs> I am sure, like, the two things that always come to mind <laughs> is, like, Harry Potter, where there are dozens, if not Hundreds of Harry Potter fan sites that have gone out of their way to document every single thing in that series, and like World of Warcraft, I'm I'm sure there is not one dominant World of Warcraft. Maybe I'm wrong, Greg. Maybe there is one dominant World of Warcraft website that everyone gets data off of, but I
3: can't imagine. We there
1: live- is there is like two. I mean, there's not <laughs> think, a lot. So I think- I think
3: people they they get behind. uh Someone does enough work for long enough that people just kind of stop. Trying right, like Sarah B has done right what he Joe's done what he's done for so long that people just start believing well what he says, and when when other bigger creators and people are are showing that they believe him, then everyone else is going to kind of follow along to some extent
1: there's a couple of things: one, when a person has a history of being ninety nine percent correct, has a history of working with the company, like when you have a trusted voice they become like they have a like joe for as frustrating it is that they never ever ever cite their sources which is the one thing that i wish would happen same because the one it, thing? well look we can talk about ancient website design all we want
0: <laughs> it, let's it, talk about css
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's it's it's usable <laughs> but it makes sense that that one person has authority and there are things that i wish he would do but mm. there's a reason why why Serbi and Bulbapedia are the trusted sources. And people have stopped doing it because they have a history, and they have a history of correcting themselves, and they have a history of saying, I got this wrong. So people will just stop doing it. Um, right? I think we're in a situation where we are trusting a group of people who have a track record, but I don't know that, I don't know what their history is on going back and fixing things. I don't know. You know, I sort of trust that people are looking into them. But like anything, I take stuff with a grain of salt. Like, okay, I I still don't fully believe that the gold and silver leaks are true. Like that whole sprite thing. I still haven't seen anything like definitively to say, yep, this is how we verified that. But ultimately, things like that, I guess, don't matter. It's a fun story, and maybe the story being fun is all we need. And that's I, I have a hard time <laughs> believing these Gen 4 leaks, but it's also kind of a fun story. So, sure, this is what was meant. But, like, I'm not going to ever pass that off without a caveat. Like, I read this on a website. I have no idea if it's true, but it's kind of fun to think about.
3: Right. And, I mean, on top of what you're saying, Greg, the other factor you have here. Is money yep, right, like where like there's no money in doing what Joe does, I mean, there is for him well there's yes, there is for him yes. because I'm sure sh- for him because
0: you know and and he he's bragged about it, and rightfully so, I mean it would be something I would brag about when he said, like, hey, last month was the best month ever in the history of Sarabi when it comes to views, I'm sure, sure. every click is a tenth of a penny and those pennies add up and uh obviously he's made a career off of that website
3: absolutely and the and especially when you have something someone that's so i mean you saw the views i think he what did he say he said something in the range of two million or some million number of views on his website so you're going up against that at this point if you're trying to yeah to and, and in, in any way you're going to be in competition at that point you, there's no way to not be in competition with that so I think it's really hard for someone to say, you know, oh, I'm going to I'm going to try to go at this from a different angle and, you know, uh, compete with Serebii unless they already have money or they have another like means of getting money. They're probably not going to put a whole lot of time into it.
1: And I mean, we have to admit that there was a lot of time that Cerebi, Cerebi went without money, right? Money coming in now was not how that started. Absolutely. So, I mean, you have to also sort of say, hey, this is because for X amount of years, they made no money and were losing money, but kept up with it. Like, yeah, Because it's celebrated. clearly a passion.
3: He just yeah. celebrated 20 years. So yeah, there are a lot of years, I'm sure there are at least a few years of no money or losing money Probably oh, more than probably that, more like, losing than not, right? There's yeah, probably more um, years of him losing or not making anything than making money. And I know, like, money. It it sucks when it's like, oh, it's about money. But I mean, honestly, if someone has to make money to live, it's it it's, then mo- it, it's, it's about, about money. money. Nothing is yeah. free. <laughs> yeah. So, like,
1: I mean, is it 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 may not be about getting a profit. Like, not everything's about profit, but you do need the basics to keep things running. So, Absolutely. it's always going to be m- about money because nothing is free. Like, there's no there's no server out there. It's like, well, we all love Pokemon so much, we're going to house this gigantic database for free. Like, mm-hmm. that's just not a thing.
0: Right. I mean, you saw that, like, there was a website called Furret Turret, and they were hosting... I love that website. They were hosting all the 3D animations from... X and Y and Sun and Moon and stuff. So if you wanted, you know, Bulbasaur, so the 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 Bulbasaur that you would fight in like Sun and Moon, that animate that like model that was you know idle animation, you they would they pulled that out separately as like a PNG. So a lot of people on Twitch would use those if they were hunting a specific Pokemon or they were going through a playthrough of a game, and they hosted for at least. 2 to 3 years um because i would point people to it when they were like hey that's where did you get the shiny fur it on your overlay for your twitch stream and i would be like oh it was fur it you know completely free you know i didn't make these um it's only if i'm using it i feel like it's my right to be like this right. is where i got it from <laughs>
3: yeah absolutely
0: yeah <laughs> that is, that I mean, i'm not totally going right, to tell just, you the yeah. free resource i used <laughs> but they just shut down recently and it was just because they didn't want to pay the server cost anymore <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very understandable. It's not cheap.
0: Nope. So go, so going back to just simple data mining, or in this case, what uh, Lava is doing, which is, you know, finding old magazines and then having people translate them, I would love to be in a position to have disposable income because I do care about Pokemon so much to be like, hey, where is a game designer that I can pay so you can look at this code and tell me or verify right. the shiny odds, right? And there, are, there are probably there are probably well, it's also who you know, right? There are probably people that do care about shiny Pokemon in a franchise they love so much that, and maybe 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 they believe Joe's website, maybe they don't. Although that was one of our arguments a couple of weeks ago that Joe changed the shiny odds and really didn't provide a source. Um, so we were just. You know, tending to believe it, but there's not everyone has a price, right? If you're like, Hey, I know your weekend's important, I have a lot of money on the table. Can you look over this code and, you know, see what you can find? And then we'll compare sources here. Because at this point, we're relying on like four people who work as a team on Pokey, on Pokey Hex. Yeah. I'm not, like I said, not doubting Lava's research, but we literally have
3: nothing to compare it to. Yeah, we have a lot of monopolies in the Pokémon community.
0: And unless unless Game Freak's going to come out and verify these kind of things, we're kind of just left being like, "Yeah, eh, that sounds cool." I, I I don't know. And I guess you made a great point, Greg, is like, "It's it was a great read." Yep. And it was fun, but at the end of it, it's like, "Uh, I'm just going to shrug my shoulders. So I guess that sounds all right." <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs>
0: Alright, uh, let's just get this news out of the way. Uh, Pokemon, the movie The Power of Us coming.
3: Yikes. Still soon haven't seen it.
0: To Netflix.
3: I will see you, it now that it's gonna be on Netflix. You though. are
1: you are so lucky.
3: That I haven't seen it.
1: <laughs> yes, I wish I could go back to that life free ah. power of us.
0: Let me let me oh, tell no. you what you're missing, Bobby. Uh, Nothing! Ash and Pikachu's 21st big screen adventure, Pokemon the Movie of Power of Us, will be able to stream on Netflix January 1st, 2020. Celebrate the new year by joining the iconic duo as they travel to Fula City during the annual Wind Festival, which celebrates the legendary Pokemon, Lugia. While, uh, while there, they meet a wide variety of characters, including a young athlete, a compulsive liar, a shy researcher, a bitter old woman, and a little girl with a big secret. When a, when a series of threats endanger the festival in the city, they all must all team together to save the day. And what part does the mythical Pokemon Zeraora play?
3: I love Zeraora so much.
0: Grab some yeah, snacks, it's... settle on the couch, and enjoy Pokemon the Movie: The Power of Us, keep, starting on New Keep that Year's love day. where it is. Don't
1: <laughs> well, ruin it.
3: Well, keep the, the... that
1: love firm in your heart, free from taint.
3: The twentieth film was so good. I have to imagine the twenty-first is only better. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Please, I'm kidding.
1: The twentieth movie wasn't good. I mean, it oh wait, hey, well, what? I had that's problems. a whole. That's a but, different
3: conversation, Greg.
1: That's a different conversation. This Um, one is terrible. First of all, I, can I, can I on, on the fly edit this while there meet too many characters, (laughs) most of which are underdeveloped and pointless, including (laughs) a young athlete, especially a compulsive liar, a shy researcher, a bitter old woman that doesn't deserve any of the treatment they give her and they don't. That whole thing is a nightmare and a little girl with a big secret like, how? That's the biggest secret. How? How did it, how how did any of this happen?
0: Uh, I don't remember the little girl's name. And they I, they do a bad they do a, they do an awful thing in the movie, which is Well there's the there's movie? a lot of bad things in this movie. There's a lot but of bad But there are in technically two little girls. Two? Yeah, there's like there's like the little Oh
1: there are. Yep, yep, yep. And while mm. while they
0: focus on the Zara Aura girl. That's her secret. She knows where Zeraora is. Yeah. Oh,
3: spoilers! Thanks a
0: lot, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is what I don't understand about this movie. We're one. We're spending way too t- much time on this movie. Yes, we but are. But Greg and I, I walked away from that movie being like, it was boring. My wife also thought it was very boring. At one point, I thought she was sleeping. <laughs> While most Pokemon movies <laughs> are bad, they're like bad in l- in the reason you, the reason you yell at your screen for like ash being dumb like it's impossible like the worst pokemon movie <sighs> ever that i've seen and i've seen almost all of them except for like 3 is the volcanion movie yeah that one's real bad and the reason that movie is so frustrating and it's just one part of the movie is i'm going i'm going to i'm just going to lay out the plot here and possibly and, and kind of <laughs> spoil it <laughs> spoilers so volcanion has like a uh, southern draw voice and what? he can talk most mythical Pokemon can talk right true, so uh, true, you, right, right. you have the trope of Volcanion not trusting humans spoiler at the end he trusts Ash and company which then in terms well since I trust Ash after saving everything I'm going to trust more humans but this is the thing they do and uh, one line of dialogue can solve this <laughs> So these poachers use these magnetic rings to try to capture Magirna, and one and they miss, and one happens to capture Ash, and then magnetizes Ash to Volcanion's leg, and for two hours, <laughs> Volcanion <laughs> can't figure out why Ash won't leave him alone. He's magnetized to your leg.
1: <laughs> Just. Just
0: say that! <laughs> hey, you big, dumb steamwork engine! You're a piece of metal that I'm magnetically <laughs> attached to! And this entire movie. This dumb Pokemon <laughs> can't figure out why Ash keeps following him. You have a giant magnet on <laughs> shield like... <laughs> and so it's so uh. hard to, like, not... It's so hard to fall asleep to that movie because you're so angry.
1: <laughs> you're so angry at it. Yeah, you two walked away bored. I walked away actively angry from The Power of Us. I was furious, and I saw it for
0: free. I, yeah, I saw it for, like, okay. D- disclosure, the Pokemon mad. company provided me tickets to see The Power of F- Us for free. What I don't understand, though, is, like, the people who like Power of Us, they defend it so hard.
1: I know. I know. But when they I, like, do.
0: bring up... When I bring up the points which make that movie bad, they just like shrug their shoulders and they're like, well, it's a Pokemon movie.
3: (laughs) Mm, That's always the excuse. That's like, yeah, that is the main excuse for pretty much any Pokemon movie is, well, you know what you're getting into.
1: it's not supposed to be good. Well, okay. I mean, we start at the, it's not supposed to be good as the baseline. This movie doesn't even get there.
3: (laughs) Okay, okay. But... (laughs) So, so here's, here's what I got to ask you guys as uh, someone who I typically will stay up later than my wife, if she's, uh, you know, going to sleep or something and I'll usually watch movies. I'll usually watch like a horror film or something. I'm a huge horror film fan. Do you oh, this think- could be a
1: horror film? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this would fit.
3: Do you think that I should, uh, one night instead of watching a horror film, I should take time to watch this movie? Or do you think I should just let it go and not watch it, even let though it I, I have Netflix already?
0: Let it go. I Okay, I'm sure some people in Slack, as soon as this podcast will come out... will They're
1: going to be so mad at me, but I've stated how much I hated this movie from the minute it came okay, out.
0: Okay, so going back to the worst Pokemon movie, Volcaneon and the Magnificent Machine, or Marvelous...
1: Volcaneon and the... I don't know how magnets work. Apparently...
0: That movie is awful. I would watch it again just because, like, I know I know what I'm getting into. <laughs> There's a couple parts that are, like, you kind of want to see it through because you've already committed to this part. Like, at one point when Ash is, like, magnetized to Vulcanian's leg, which is 90% of the film, he's able to change his clothes into, like, like a steampunk outfit. And
4: what? you're like,
0: how did we get here? <laughs>
1: that's true oh my
0: gosh that movie has like the, it has it, just it, the, it's so wild y'all <laughs> okay so like that movie has a, like a roller coaster moment right where like you're you're going up the incline and you're like oh my gosh we're getting here. I can't wait for this drop. <laughs> and then it's like you just realized you got on the wrong roller coaster, and the drop is like for kiddies. It's like a like a four year old roller coaster. So you're like so excited to get to the top, and you're like, oh! And that part is like when when. Uh, Bonnie is like squishy. Call your call your other Zygards and then all the Zyguards come together and they <laughs> form the Megazord. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is gonna get real. We're gonna see m- m- Megamorphing Zyguard uh, destroy everything. Heck yeah! And it lasts like two seconds. And you're like, well, I mean, it was cool when he like came together. I guess man, I wish he kind of <laughs> had some screen time. But if you love <laughs> if you love Volcanion, you get that. You get that the entire film. You get yep. you get Southern Draw Volcanion for a solid two hours. So as Ash, if, if that's why
1: are you stuck to my leg. <laughs> <So> if, <laughs> y'all need to get off my leg. <laughs> so
0: if you were like, man, that movie's terrible, or you do the thing, well, well, it's a Pokemon movie, at least you see your favorite Pokemon for
1: an hour and ten minutes, however, however long that film is, oh, it's long, but the pro okay, <laughs> is so it even- longer or does it feel long
0: <laughs> so with the power of us, when you're like, well, you know, zero is my favorite Pokemon,
3: <laughs> boom are you in for a ride
1: <laughs> you are you are in for some disappointment
3: <laughs> I do know, I do know, i've heard I have heard i did I did listen to the episodes when you guys reviewed the movie, <laughs> so I, I understand that.
1: Okay, Volcanion and the Mechanical Marvel is 95 minutes long? Yeah,
0: yeah it's longer than it should be. <laughs> oh, let's say you don't care about Xero, right? They use, this is, this is the, this is so, and fr- there's a lot of things frustrating. They use yeah, the, the lot. movie is called The Power of Us. Remember that this came after I Choose You, which was a reimagining of the first couple episodes of the Pokemon. Instead of Ash going to Pewter City, Ash decides to follow Ho-Oh, <laughs> Pewter City. They named it accordingly, based mm-hmm. off instead of the power of one, they wanted to say like mm-hmm. the power of a group can solve problems. Sure. Which right. y- the the core of the movie uh, that mm. that is that is mm. there. But when, when you have a is fan it? Yeah, sure, you have like six people working together. I mean, how they got there like is like is- one of
1: them's <laughs> actually doing the work and the rest are like, Yay, we're here for reasons.
0: So like when you have the legacy of or, not the legacy, because I don't really think the power of uh, of one is that great. I mean, it has moments, but, like, those movies are, are literally nostalgia things, right? Anyone who's right. like, oh, I love the first Pokemon movie, they probably haven't seen it in 10 years. And if they have seen it recently, it's probably because, like, I love it because I saw it when I was 10 years old. Right. Which yeah. is, like, fine. I if-
1: mean, I still love it. I saw it when I was not 10 years old. And I still think it's a decent film. Like, it's not a great film, but it is a. it is a much, it is a... It is a film that is put together like how a film should be, and that is not something can say a lot, a lot about a lot of the Pokemon films.
0: <laughs> In this case, they they take the title, they're going to reuse it, and then they're going to take the star, or not the star, but the the thing you go to see is Lugia. The reason you see the Mewtwo movie is Mewtwo and Mew. The reason mm. you see the Power of Us is the Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, Lugia. This is not anything new. Every Pokemon movie. Here is the Pokemon that is featured.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Right. And right. in this press release on Pokemon.com, let me reread this sentence. <laughs> Celebrate the new year by joining the iconic duo as they travel to Fula City during the annual v- win festival, which celebrates the legendary Pokemon Lugia. Greg, I love Lugia. That's why I yes. love the power of one. That was my, like, Ash wrote on Lugia. It was cool. He made the... Woo, 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 the song and yep. everything.
1: Yeah. Wow. And the world turned to Ash. We Don't forget that was important.
0: Lugia is in this movie for, like...
1: A hot second. It's
0: not even a full 30 seconds.
1: Not... No, it's, li- it's a hot... It is a hot second.
3: Well, it's that they were celebrating him. Not that they were gonna see him.
1: <laughs> yeah, well... And... And, okay, so then you think. Okay, so then it's a it's a Zara Aura movie. Yeah, let's celebrate we'll Zara Aura, and we'll get a lot of Zara Aura. Wrong again, friends.
0: <laughs> and the, the Genesect movie's pretty bad. There is a point where, yep. uh, like, uh, like one of the bad guys get bad guys loses a rocket launcher. It falls into like this like spider web, and then the camera pans to the rocket launcher. You think to yourself, "Oh, that's foreshadowing." They're going to use that rocket launcher. Spoiler: That's they,
1: Chekhov's rocket launcher. Is what that is. They
0: never use that rocket
1: launcher. I'm not sure why they, they break can, Chekhov's uh, rule.
0: I'm not sure why they pan to it. But hey, guess <laughs> what? If you like Genesect, the Genesect movie has a lot of Genesect. <laughs> a, lot. a lot. They even have uh, like five Genesect, and one of them's even shiny.
1: <laughs> why are we still talking about this bad movie? Don't see this movie. You know what else is on Netflix? She-Ra. She-Ra is a great series. You know what else is on Netflix? The Dragon Prince. All seasons. Fantastic. Great. Great watching. Watch those. Do that. S- make better choices with your life than I've made. Learn from my terrible mistakes.
3: Uh. Wow. Okay. So I guess I'm going to watch it January 1st. <laughs> yeah. Got it. You
1: are going to watch it. So many people are like, I'm going to see how bad this is. It's bad. <laughs> And when you all, January 2, when you're all tweeting at me how you liked it, I am ready to fight this fight. (laughs) I have been fighting it since it came out, and I can go on forever. I am a Star Wars fan. You do not know the depths I can go to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go through the rest of our news. Um, including the, uh, new article on Pokemon.com about, uh, getting into competitive battling. So we will be right back. And then, like, when you go into a max raid. And then, like, when you go into a max raid. The thing's like, the thing's like. Okay, this is off GameSpot.com. Actually, it came from Twitter first. This past week, Pokemon's official Twitter, English Twitter, changed their image to a picture of Ball Guy, and then they changed their name to Ball Guy. In doing so, they didn't really do anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Ball Guy is the best, so why do you need more... (laughs)
3: That's all you need. Ball guy.
1: I mean, that's it. Like, what?
3: The
0: Japanese side of things, there were a bunch of codes that got released, which I'm assuming will probably come to the English Twitter in like a week or so, because they haven't, that's why they would change the thing to ball guy, to be like, here's ball guy's codes, but maybe not, I guess. So, the codes are, I'm not going to read them out, because they're really complicated, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, it's K-0-U-N-1-M-M-A-S. You
1: so you're not going to do it, and here we well, are. Well, that's one of them. Anyways, about,
0: yeah. the, the first code gives you one fastball, one moon ball, one level ball. The second code gives you one heavy ball, one lure ball, one peace ball. The third code gives you one love ball, one dream ball, one friend ball. And then the last code, which is just present, gives you ten luxury balls. Um, and that will be in the show notes if you want to click through it. We'll have it all listed for you. Those are valid until January 15th. There's a lot of things that end January 15th. So those codes end on January 15th. If you want your Gigantamax Meowth, that's February 15th. Butterfree and Snorlax, January, January, 15th? January 15th. Yep. 2020. Butterfree, Snorlax, every other promoted raid seems to be ending on January 15th as well. Pikachu and Eevee, I think, are unlimited. So, as long as it reads the data of your game, I, I expect the English Twitter to eventually tweet out those codes. I'm sure they will. Uh, the other thing is this went live on Thursday night around 6 p.m. Central Time, but Delibird became a promoted Pokemon in Pokemon Sword and... Oh, did I say those, swords, those codes are for Sword and Shield? I think that was probably obvious. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I've been plugging it into my 3DS next to me, and it's not working.
3: Same with Let's Go Pikachu. What's going on? Yeah, oh, what's ball. going Let's on? Let's Go Pikachu. Uh, so,
0: <laughs> mm. uh, so I discovered this when I was streaming that Delibird was promoted. It's really easy to, you know, f- kind of easy at this point now that we did the whole promoted conversation last week with Will that, you know, a three-star Delibird should be 100% catch rate for the host. Host happens to fail it. All of a sudden, you're seeing more Delibirds Birds. Uh, that was officially released. That it was officially said later on that um, Deli Bird is promoted uh, from now until yep. December 26. I think I saw Bobby tweet that you got like amazing rewards. But when I was doing it, I got yeah, real I've garbage gotten, rewards. So yeah.
3: I, I've I got great
1: rewards. I got yeah, another Destiny I, uh... Knot. I got a couple oh, nice. of stones.
3: I was just commenting on well, I did a five star and I've, I've done multiple five star deli birds since then and gotten the same rewards, but I got uh six extra large uh experience point candies and six large ones, yeah, from I've each of those that. five star raids. I don't know if something changed or if it's just like just the five star ones award oh i mean it it is just the five star ones because the four star ones uh I got six large and ten or sorry six medium and ten large
1: yep. They'd so they're definitely down. giving out more candy. Yeah, they are. And they give out, and some of them give out big items. Like, I've, I've gotten a second Destiny Knot, and I got a, a couple of stones. So there is a reason, like, if you don't want to catch jelly birds, the rewards for doing the raid, it, they are giving you nice things. Um, I think, again, it's random, so I fought a bunch and I haven't gotten, like, the candies are up, but I've gotten some pretty good items about 50% of the time.
3: But Steve, weren't you saying you didn't? You only got a couple
0: candies. Yeah, I was. I was getting one rare candy and no dino, like no extra large, extra small, medium uh, at all. But Weird. I think I was doing. I think they they must have mod. So they turned this on without sending an update. Sword and Shield has yet to have an update. So this Correct. this is a server side yep. thing that they're controlling. And also, I I it's have like heard a- stories where people were trying to catch Gigantamax Snorlax. And then it changed into Delibird when they caught it. <laughs> it's
3: just like Pokemon. It's Get just wrecked. like how Pokemon Go yes. works. You know, with that same, like, community day thing. So while I didn't see
0: it happen, I totally believe it. But I also believe that they probably adjusted the rewards.
1: Probably. Once they announced it. Yeah,
0: once they announced it. Um, so I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out this week. Because uh, there's what... as When this podcast goes up, there's like two or three more days of Delibird. So... That's re- yeah,
1: because yeah, like the thing they put out was, um, and you like like Delibird has a present for you. So like they made it sound like Delibird once I announced it, Delibird has nice things to give you. So right. they may have changed it once they put the official release out, because I don't know, I don't remember when I got the better items. Like I don't, I wasn't paying that much attention, so it may yeah. have been after they officially announced it.
3: It was definitely later in the night for me. I usually don't start playing till super late, so it was it was much later than when you were playing, Steve. Yeah,
0: I mean that that would make sense. Uh, I think that's great, though. I I love. Um, I mean, whether the items are good or, good or bad, I think it's cool that they yeah. put a
3: small little like Christmas event. Yeah, it is. It's it's cool to see it, especially because it's the first time they're doing anything like this, and to see how quickly things are able to change without, like you said, without any updates. Is really cool to see.
1: Yep. Also, I was surprised. (laughs) I had forgotten that the cartridges don't store my data anymore. (laughs) Oh, no. I tried to do the thing where I put my shield copy into my other Switch. Because I was going to do trading for my sword playthrough. And when I turned it out, I'm like, oh, why am I playing my husband's character? (laughs) This is my copy of... Oh. (laughs) I see... (laughs) This is another nail in the coffin of me not buying both uh, both items. Probably in about 10 years, I'll finally stop buying both copies.
0: But you have to see the differences between Gordy and
3: Melanie, obviously.
1: I mean, I, I will, maybe. Obviously. I don't know.
3: Other thing... <laughs> Wait, do you, sorry, Greg, do you have both? Sor- you don't have both Sword and Shield? I do? have both Sword and Shield, yeah. Okay, okay, got it.
0: Uh, other thing to note, which I just think is pretty interesting. Uh, m- m- most people probably know this, but if you if you go to uh, enter the like friend ball code or the beast ball code, and your account is not tied to Nintendo Online, you don't get it. The mystery oh. gift is tied to Nintendo Online in order to do that. I don't believe the Pikachu or the Eevee are because that's just checking the to see if you have save data of Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee on the device. But if you wanted Gigantamax Meowth or you want these extra Pokeballs, you do need Nintendo Online, which I'm sure for people who don't have that, which, I don't know, you spent $300 on a Switch and $60 on a game. I guess I totally understand money's type, but what's another $25 at that point? You might as well go
3: all in. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I feel like people who, who played 3DS and only played, or not only, but mostly played 3DS or the DS and game, all that stuff, uh, it's like, oh, I got to pay for online now. But if you are like someone who played like me who played xbox live for a bunch of years you're like oh it's only 25 bucks that's great (laughs) so it's really the perspective i guess and
0: look i'm not here defending nintendo online i don't think i don't think it's made any of nintendo's online services better but i'm just letting you know if it's not working for you and you don't have nintendo online it is
3: behind that 25 five dollar a year paywall so and you do get some classic nintendo games with nintendo online which is you do which is, it's a. I think it's fun. I mean, I not everybody might think so, but I think it's cool that you do get those classic Nintendo games and for twenty five dollars a year.
0: Okay, so before we get to our train raid hatch breed victories in Pokemon Sword and Shield off Pokemon dot com, I'm going to throw it over to Maddie for our second episode of Maddie on the Move. So take it away, Maddie.
4: guys welcome to the next episode of maddie on the move i'm at the mall of america today it's the middle of december it's community day weekend and i'm excited to go in to see what people think about pokemon go what they think about pokemon sword and shield or just what they think about anything that comes to my mind all right let's go inside all right we're here for community day what's your name
3: uh alistair alistair joel
4: joel what are you doing right now
0: uh, battling a Charmander. Yeah, we're doing a Charmander read.
4: Like, what's your favorite part of Community Day?
1: Shinies. Yeah.
4: So, if you could have in real life a Pokemon as a pet, what would you pick?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Thanks. A
0: Tyranitar.
1: A
4: Tyranitar? Don't you think that would, like, you I would need have a lot to of
0: protection? the neighbors with it.
1: Yeah.
4: Okay, so, like, security? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. How I, about you?
0: I would take a Piplup, and because uh, first starter, gotta stay loyal.
4: You guys, this is so easy to find people. They're all just like playing the game, but when I wanna talk to them, they're just like, yeah, I wanna talk about Pokemon. Except for one group was terrified of me, but that's to be expected when a stranger comes up to you with a microphone walking around camp snoopy or i guess nickelodeon universe now sorry and i saw someone doing an interesting dance can you explain what's going on
0: i was doing my shiny trap inch dance uh, he was very good ivs as well so we we're doing a little jig to kind of celebrate the catch
4: it was a celebration not like a good luck to catch it
0: oh yeah no the catches are fine you know we got plenty of gold razzes stocked up
4: um, can you tell me a little bit about why you like community day so much
0: It brings people out here. I've never seen so many people, you know, together with one game before. Everybody's friendly. You can get advice from people. It's really just like a celebration of Pokemon in general.
4: All right, I recorded that last part and saying everyone wants to talk to me. I've had a string now with three people that were like, uh, nah. All right, my name is Maddie. What's your name? Lily. So what's your favorite Pokemon? My shiny uh, Charmeleon. You have a shiny Charmeleon? Yeah. When did you get that? A couple of weeks ago, like a week ago. That is so exciting. So if you could pick any of your Pokemon to have as a pet, what would you pick? Uh, I don't know. What's your name? Uh, I'm Emma. Emma? Lindsay. Lindsay, what are you guys doing right now? We are at the mall playing Pokemon Go And doing literally nothing else. Sounds like a dream. Okay, so I have a couple of really quick questions. One, if you could have a Pokemon as a pet, who would you pick? Uh, okay, I have to think about this for a second. I would definitely pick Dratini. Oh, that's so, so cute. Mm-hmm. My favorite Pokemon are all the ones that are like small, just like metal floating guys. That would So be... I'd probably say Magnemite, just because I think it's really cute. I wonder <laughs> what you would feed Magnemite. You just wouldn't feed them. I don't think they need to eat. I don't know. <laughs> that's like <laughs> a it's yeah, Or like Meltan, a the, the, the like new one. That's um, good, that's good. Feed them just like nuts and bolts. Yeah, it'd be fine. I just want to be friends with everyone I talk to. This is hard. Um, My name's Rachel. Aubrey. All right. um, Two other questions. One, if you could have a Pokemon as a pet, what would it be? Lapras. (laughs) Where would you keep it? Uh, it, mostly in the Pokeball. <laughs> I'd probably go to like uh, the lakes. Oh, like, okay, okay. okay. I mean, and it, it's ice type, so it can go out in the middle of winter too. It's perfect for Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Aubrey? Sylveon. Okay, and lastly, if you had to vote a Pokemon to be president, who would you vote for? Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of a thinker. Someone said Mewtwo, and that terrified me. Oh, that would yeah, that would be too scary. Yeah. But
1: Mewtwo is reformed, so like. True. Like. Might be okay.
4: Oh, man. I think if I were to pick any of them. You know what? I would go with the new legendary. Uh, The the, the new, uh, either the sword or the shield. I feel like, because they're like heroes. Yeah. They look pretty cool. You agree?
2: I would go with Sylveon.
4: Sylveon? (laughs) A President Sylveon, I would vote. All right, my very first community day and my second segment of Maddie on the Move, I'm going to consider it a success. We'll see you next time on Maddie on the Move. Until then, see you in cyberspace.
0: All right, thanks, Maddie. Uh, We are back.
1: I didn't hear anything.
3: My audio cut out. Don't ruin the illusion of how podcasting works. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do this to me. Yeah, you did that on your own last time, Steve, right? I did, yes. People in chat were like, how did the other host not say anything about it? I'm like, (laughs) I didn't know it happened until I listened to the
1: episode. (laughs) I mean, I was there when it was recorded.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I was completely, like, completely thrown for a loop when i saw like new segment and heard you talking i was like okay he definitely recorded this on his own <laughs> maybe you were just zoning out when i was talking <laughs> I, with maddie look i it had is to very think likely about it. that
1: i stopped listening to you at some point but i did
3: have to think about it i was like oh my god did i completely zone out of like a whole introduction
0: maddie had it well maddie had it a week so she gave it to me at the end of Galler, and then we did our first episode back from sword and shield but that episode was so long
1: it was like, yeah, I was very like, long. that would
0: be, that it would was. be like a discredit to Maddie that she spent all that time in a, such a long episode that it might mm-hmm. just get lost. Uh, so that's why I right. saved
3: it. Totally. That no, was good. It was great.
0: We'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll just go through this article here. Uh, this is, so it seems patterns here that Pokemon.com has patterns. put out a pretty patterns. in-depth article once a week. Uh, every week? Oh, I don't know if there's going to be one next week, honestly, with the holiday. I'm sure.
3: Probably. I would think not. Yeah, I would not, think not. But...
0: Mm. Uh, it says here, with little effort, anyone can train their Pokemon to stand out in the toughest battles, and in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, getting Pokemon in tip-top condition is easier than ever. While building a team full of powerful Pokemon previously required wearing a track into the ground from cycling around nurseries... You can now take Pokémon straight from max raid battles into competitive play just by leveling up using a mint and hyper training with a bottle cap or two. It's true? Yeah, it's, it's true. true.
1: It's those things are true. You do have yes. but you do have to be level 100. So, FYI, you do
0: have to be level 100 right. <laughs> for bottle caps. That's true. Hyper training.
1: Right. For those of you who are probably like my husband who had seen hyper training in its previous <laughs> playing soccer ball version and then hasn't played a game until this one. Very frustrated while they were telling him you can't hyper train.
0: Oh, you want to play did you want to play that (laughs) soccer game?
1: Yeah, well he's like, why can't I do this? And I'm like, oh it's that's not what it's called anymore. It's like it's the same name. I'm like, yeah. But it's not you just send him on jobs. That's what you want. Hyper trainings for stats
0: says it's probably best to enjoy the main story using whichever Pokemon you have the most fun with before worrying about hyper training. After you become champion and crush the first few rounds of the Battle Tower, you can then turn your focus on developing competitive Pokemon. At this point, you will unlock the Judge function, which means that, uh, which is the means of evaluating individual strengths of your Pokemon. Individual strengths represent the affinity each individual Pokemon has for each stat. A Pokemon with higher individual strengths for attack will have an attack increase faster and have a higher maximum attack stat of a Pokemon of the same species with a lower individual strength or attack. Not surprisingly, to optimize a Pokemon's in battle, you should shoot for best individual stat in each Pokemon is using. In addition to each stat increase your Pokemon derives from individual strengths, there are a few factors in that go into preparing competitive Pokemon. Aim for the following. Best individual strength in each stat. You can hyper-train the best Pokemon that didn't start with perfect potential up to par. A nature that that suits your role in battle. Your Pokemon's nature increases the growth of one stat, that stat is red on your summary screen, at the expense of another stat, which is in blue. You can give a Pokemon a mint to change the stats affected by nature.
1: Can I just take a moment to say how much to this day it still bothers me that the good stat is red and the bad I stat a, is blue. I, I, I totally agree. agree with you. It confuses I, me every I time. I see red as stop. Bad, yep.
3: or yeah, negative.
1: Because everything else in life is red as stop. And so when I see that, I'm like, oh, I've got nope. In this game, is it. Yeah. I can't. It bothers well, me. To Nintendo's this day.
0: also like yep. the, as somebody who has played a lot of non Nintendo stuff. It bothers me that like the A and the B button are flipped. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mess yeah. it up all the time. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh the ability you want your Pokémon to have. Pokémon typically have uh one of two potential abilities when they are discovered in the wild, and a Pokémon you catch in a max raid may instead have the hidden their hidden ability, which is rarer. You can Give your Pokemon an ability capsule to swap between two or more common abilities, like Growlithe, Intimidate, and Flashfire, but it won't help to swap a Pokemon to or from its hidden ability, such as Growlithe, with the hidden ability Justified.
3: The one thing about this section of the article, uh, for the best individual strengths in each stat section, they mentioned hyper training, but they didn't mention the bottle cap, <laughs> which is interesting. yeah.
1: You kind of need that.
3: You, you need kinda a bottle of cap. need that. Uh, I'm just saying for people, like, if you don't know, you do need a bottle cap to with hyper training to make the stat become best.
0: So here are the items you'll need if you want to uh, train up your team. Ability capsules, which can be purchased at the Battle Tower with BP. They don't say what the cost is. It's 50, though, I believe. Um, yeah, or did lot. they reduce it this yeah. game? Um, I think it's 50.
1: Mm, I think it's 50.
0: Yeah, 50 sounds right. Uh, bottle cap. They can be purchased at the bottle oh, there you go. the battle tower with BP or uh, you can receive them from max raid battles or uh, you can get them from the digging duo in the wild area. My tip is left guy. Not right. Right guy has 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 the the he can get a lot for you, but it's all garbage. Left guy gets incorrect. you little, but it's the good stuff.
1: Incorrect. I have gotten so, I mean yes, in general the, the the one guy who does less will get you better things, but I have gotten more better things from the right guy than really? I have from
3: the man. Left. The
1: yeah, the left
3: I've had, guy, guy. The guy wants
1: to go like twelve times, and I got a right. lot. I got because it's more chances to get that one percent of a really good thing. The right guy does it once or twice, and it's a it's a slightly better table.
0: But I'm not getting as sometimes many. as the chances left guy to will be like. Table? Sometimes the left guy will get like twelve things.
3: Wait, the left guy's skill, right? The left guy is the skill guy. Yeah, he's the only one that'll get you the fossils that aren't found in the version of the game. Too right. So if you're, if you're looking for the fossils, left guy.
0: Uh, you'll need experience candy, extra large rare candy, or similar, which are required from winning a max raid battle. You should technically. Only use experience XL up to, like, 95, I think? 97? And then you should top it off with rare candy. Because the jump between, like, 97 and 100 is so much candy that that's where the rare candy buffers. Because, like, one XL candy will get you from, like, level 1 to level 30. And then you'll need, like, 30 XL candies to go from, like, 1 to 70, I think. Anyways, save your rare can like save your rare candy to top it off is what I'm saying. That's that's the trick there. Uh, lucky egg, which you can get from the chef in Hullberry after making deliveries. So if you haven't done that yet, go back to Hullberry. That is the town with Nessa. Go back to the 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 fancy restaurant. He will have you do I think three deliveries. Do those, he'll give you lucky egg. Yeah. And then finally, mints, which you can purchase from the battle tower. They are fifty. So if you don't want to do the max raid. For whatever reason, they also don't mention... Well, I guess they mentioned Eevees in a different article, maybe. Anyways, if you, if you want no breeding at all, max raids, mints, ability capsules, bottle caps, good to go. If you want to go the other route, hatching eggs, here we go. Hatching eggs was once questionably the best way to develop top-tier Pokemon, but that familiar method is always not the most efficient uh, option these days. Now the fastest way to get a Pokemon with perfect individual strengths is to catch Pokemon that already has strong individual strengths in most of its stats and then do hyper training at the battle tower by using bottle caps. Hyper training is only possible for Pokemon that are level 100 and the trade off is this speedy approach is that it'll burn some burn through some of your rare items more quickly. It's also a great choice for a Pokemon that have no gender or are always the same gender which can be a little bit frustrating to find egg groups for, if you don't already have a Pokemon of the specific of, of the species you desire with high individual strengths. The easiest one to get, the easiest way to get one is from a max raid battle. This is necessary if you want to have Pokemon with hidden ability. Perhaps the best way to use the Pokemon nursery easily is to get a Pokemon of your desired nature, save fifty battle points, uh, saving you fifty battle points that you would spend on a mint hatching eggs of Pokemon with perf. Perfect individual strengths tend to be much more time-consuming than hyper-training, but the advantage is that it will significantly cut down the time of hard-to-get items uh, that you use to reach the same goal. In Pokemon Sword and Shield, there are two Pokemon nurseries. Both function, one on Route 5, uh, which is towards the wild area, and one towards the wild area in the bridge field. To have an egg appear in the nursery, you must leave two Pokemon with the Attendant. One male, one female of the same egg group or a Ditto and any Pokemon from an egg group except from the no eggs discovered group. That would be like Mewtwo. There are 15 egg groups. Jeez, that's a lot. Consisting of a Pokemon that tend to have similar characteristics. (laughs) Every Pokemon belongs to each one. For example, the mineral egg group features a lot of inorganic, sturdy Pokemon such as Ronix. Ronix. (laughs) Onyx, right. i got really excited to say soul rock onyx soul rock and Baltoy. <laughs> when conditions are met you'll eventually find an egg that will hatch right. into the early earliest of the female pokemon or non-dittos evolutionary line you can find a full list of egg groups in the pokemon sword and shield official g- <laughs> Gala region strategy guide not sponsored <laughs> here uh, is yeah out yet?
3: The, is that out yet
0: yeah sure um Okay. Yeah, the, the Pokedex I don't think is out yet. Oh, gotcha. There are four benefits for leaving Pokemon in the nursery that you can work towards. Getting the right nature. Let's say you're working towards a Raichu with a timid nature. You can start off by putting a female Pikachu or Raichu in the nursery, then a Ditto or a compatible Pokemon with the timid nature. Then you give the Pokemon an Everstone in the nursery. Each resulting egg you find will contain a Pichu, the earliest Raichu evolutionary line. And they will all have the timid nature. That is 50 battle points saved. Getting great individual strengths by hatching egg is laborious, but reliable means of acquiring great Pokemon. You will need a Pokemon with several best individual strengths. uh, To start with, hyper training is no substitute. Pokemon that hatch from eggs are typically have three individual strengths that match the Pokemon that were in the nursery you found. Uh, If you either have a nursery Pokemon, have either nursery Pokemon hold the Destiny Knot, five of their individual strengths will be passed down, leaving one fully to chance. If you can put two Pokemon in the nursery that between them have maximum individual strengths in each stat, you should eventually end up with a Pokemon that inherits the best individual strengths for both Pokemon. You can increase the odds by continuing, continuing to replace the Pokemon in the nursery with new ones. That have better and better stats.
1: That Eevee and Pikachu with perfect stats is like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Right. <laughs> I've bred so much faster in this game because of those two.
0: Oh, because like, aren't they both male? And, yep. like, Pikachu's in the field egg group, and- which is a lot of Pokemon. Yep. Um, and then Eevee is in... Field Fairy, I think?
1: So they, they they hit a lot that's in the game, and so it's right. really easy to pass down.
3: Yeah, that's super nice. By the so that's that's the Pikachu or the EV you get from your saved game data that you pick up in the train station, yeah. right? Yep, yep.
1: I'm gonna look real quick. Okay, to see which Eevee's in. So Pikachu is in the field, and Pikachu's in the field and fairy, uh, and EV is in the. Just the field group. okay. But, because they're in the same field group, like, they do hit different things. It's weird. But, like, I use Pikachu for everything right now. But, like, things you wouldn't be, that you'd be surprised, like, Yamper is in the field group, uh, Obstagoon, that line is in there, surfetched is in the field group, so, like, it's easy to get a lot of the new ones out. Out the door, with Top, if you got those two. And I didn't play, just as a so it's not like, I didn't really play Let's Go Pikachu. Like, I started the game, but didn't finish it or anything. And it still, like, it says, oh, hey, you've touched yes. this game. There is a start. You get to have this Pikachu.
3: Nice. So does that work with it? So, okay. If you have both, save data from both Eevee and Pikachu on your thing, you get both then?
0: Yep, you get both. Sweet. Getting egg moves. In the past, egg moves, moves that aren't normally... To be uh, normally can be learned through common means like leveling up or using TMs could only be learned by newly hatched Pokemon, but you can be a little more flexible in Galar. The most common method to obtain egg moves is to start off with a female Pokemon from your desired species and a compatible Pokemon that knows the egg move you're looking for. This will produce an egg of the species that knows the egg move. There is a new method in Sword and Shield. You can now teach egg moves to existing Pokemon instead of starting anew. Make sure the Pokemon you want to learn. uh, The egg move has three or fewer moves. Then leave the Pokemon in the nursery with a Pokemon of the same species that knows the desired egg move. Uh, And then just after a short while, the empty move slot will be replaced with the egg move. This is the only way to teach Pokemon with the Gigantamax factor. It's the first time they've used that term uh egg moves and for the record Gigantamax factor is all capitalized like a proper noun so
1: yeah it's wild
0: that's that's weird yeah and it's the same initial as game freak that's that's not great that's okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: they have gigantamax so g capital factor capital e for egg capital m for moves like this yeah, you whole know. this whole <laughs> thing is very important gigantamax you factor,
3: know the egg. the, the femme you guys yeah. know about
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do.
1: How'd you learn about it?
0: <laughs> Swapping abilities. You can also hatch eggs to obtain a Pokemon of the same species, with, uh, but have different abilities. Uh, the process isn't totally unreliable, 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 blah, 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 blah. Typically, uh, <laughs> eggs. Although
1: the process isn't totally reliable. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Typically, eggs have the same ability of the female Pokemon in the nursery or the non-Ditto Pokemon, if you're working with Ditto. But sometimes an egg will hatch with a different ability instead. Likewise, an egg that can inherit a hidden ability could also inherit one or more common abilities instead, but the hidden ability will never appear if neither Pokemon in the nursery has it. I, I hate this paragraph because it doesn't, like... What are the odds, then, Game
3: Freak? <laughs> yeah, I don't...
1: I mean, I know, know what the odds are.
3: Yeah, right? Like, I heard they, they were better in this game. It.
1: They are better in this game. Again, it, it they leave out that the female tends to be the more important person as far as uh, abilities are concerned. Um. So for hidden abilities, the female Pokemon, if you have a female Pokemon has the hidden ability, it's more likely to pass it down. Uh, Males can pass it down, but only with Ditto. And in both cases, it's a 60% chance that the hidden ability is passed down. Um, If the female has ability 1, it's an 80% chance that the ability 1 will be passed down. If it has ability 2, it's an 80% chance that ability 2 will be passed down. So whatever ability the female has is the one that's more likely to be passed down but there's ways around like the ditto factor blanks that out so um if you're working with a ditto and a male whatever the ability that the male has if it's one of the two it's got an 80% chance of passing that down and a 60% chance if it's the hidden ability it is better in this generation so i think I'd, it was 50 before
0: ideally you want you don't want ditto
1: ideally you don't want ditto ditto makes things slower but If you only, like, if you have a male that has a hidden ability, your only option to get a female with that hidden ability is to breed it with a ditto. Because if your female doesn't have hidden ability, it won't pass down. It won't Mm. pass down from the male.
3: Ditto just is, like, not great because it takes longer to get the eggs, though, right?
1: Yeah, it takes forever.
3: Right, it's just, okay.
1: But, now that they've added the oval charm... Which produces eggs faster? They've really. Well, they had Charm and too. Sun and Moon. Yeah, it's just it. But it, since that ability is that that term is there, it's less of a pain with a yeah. Ditto.
3: It, it is. does I happen. Mean,
1: it is faster, but it's still a pain with the Ditto.
3: It is a pain. It is like you said though. It is faster. I've 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 uh, I've shiny bred three Pokemon, and I've with all with Ditto, and it's. It's good, but again, like, yes, if you can do it with the species instead, then you're going to get the eggs much quicker, but that oval charm definitely helps.
0: Hey, they're finally, speaking of EVs, they're finally talking about them here. Hey! (laughs) Uh, once you have a Pokemon that you want to train ready for the final steps, uh, the the final step is to raise its base points. Base points are underlying values that help determine six major stats. HP, attack, defense, special attack, special defense, and speed. They all start at zero and can be increased by defeating Pokemon, uh, participating in certain Pokemon jobs, or using specific kind of items. You won't be able to train your Pokemon to have the highest amount of base stat points in every stat because it's limited to how many base stat po- points you can have across all six stats. The, total, the limit of this total base points allows you to either hit the maximum in two stats with a tiny lift, le- bit left over for your third or spread it out evenly across a greater number of stats. Spoiler, don't do that. Do the first one. <laughs> well... For the most part.
1: Asterix. For the most there, part. Are, there are some Pokemon that... That benefit from having it spread out in a non-max way.
0: Incineroar had one of those.
1: Uh, what's the Dragon Ghost one?
0: Oh, uh, Dragapult?
1: Yeah, Dragapult can benefit from from not maxing out speed because it's already so fast that you can mm. put those extra points somewhere else and it still outspeeds just about everything. So Unless
0: you there's... want to outspeed another Dragapult. Yeah. Then you gotta slightly increase above and then they realize you, that you've yeah, slightly you slightly increase so that. then you slightly increase above.
1: This is what this is a brief explanation of what the Cold
0: War was. <laughs> <laughs> we suggest focusing on maximizing two of your Pokemon stats. For Pokemon intended on focusing on attacking, usually speed and either attack or special attack work well. For more Pokemon that are defense oriented, usually HP and either defense or special defense work well. By far the fastest and simplest way to increase a Pokemon stat is using nutritious drinks. They can be purchased in the front of Jamba Juice in Winden. Give your Pokemon (laughs) 26 drinks to match the two stats you would like to excel on. For instance, HP up and Protein if you would like to give a Pokemon great HP and attack. Uh, And you'll be well on your way. You can see that a stat is maxed out by checking the second tab of the Pokemon summary screen uh, by pressing the X button to see the graph. Once a Pokemon has a full allotment of base points in a stat, there will be a sparkling effect around the name. If you accidentally train the wrong stat uh, on your Pokemon, you can reduce them by using Qualop Berries for defense or other similar berries. Train your Pokemon's stats fully before putting the Pokemon in your party because if you defeat any wild Pokemon, any Pokemon that rewards XP
3: so not raids. Just use the drinks first. Get your max points here and there and then you can level everything up uh, with the um... When you're defeating Pokemon,
1: they leave out the numbers, which is sort of frustrating.
3: The they just say twenty six out numbers in general. That's uh, true.
0: Twenty six,
1: yeah, but it's twenty six is over overdoing it because and there's a lot of websites out there that still refer to the old numbers, but they have changed it. I think they changed it in Sun and Moon. It's still changed here. It is max capped at two fifty two now. Yes, because mm-hmm. it used to be two fifty five, and you right. had to be really careful. You don't have to be careful anymore. They max at 252. It's 252, and Pokemon,
0: 252, and then four.
1: Because, the, well, the max is 510. So it's 252, 252, and six. Oh, is it Technically. So, oh, okay. But this, the two ending don't matter because how the game divides it up is in fours. You'll never have a perfect thing. Um, it does matter if you're going to break them up into different things that it's 510 so if you're not going to do the max thing that matters if you're going to do that go to the interweb to explain it further than this cuz it gets really complicated
0: there's but calculators out there
1: there's calculators out there so yeah, just everywhere. they can they they can only have 510 total points and each one maxes out at 252 so if you're going to send them on a big job like the job system don't worry about overtraining. If you're looking to max it out, it will stop at the max.
0: If you want to go the vitamin route, uh, best way to make money in Pokemon Sword and Shield. This is where they stole our hints.
3: Jeez, yeah. that Pokemon company.
0: That Pokemon company. Training with items is extremely expensive. That's true. They're not lying.
1: It is. It is very <laughs> yeah. pricey.
0: So you need, uh, you're need. you going to need to earn your way to get some extra cash. Here are two Quick ways to earn a lot of cash in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. I will give you a third way. So Pokemon, don't steal this from me. I will give you three ways. They're giving you two. One we recommended last week. The first way, though, is Gold Rush. A special Meowth capable of gigantamaxing will be available through Mystery Gift until January 15th. Uh it's G Max Move, G Max Gold Rush will scatter coins around the arena just like payday. Note, this is actually You don't need payday. You just need a normal type move. Just like how uh, Sena Scorch's uh, specific G-Max move relies on any fire type move. So you don't actually need payday on your Meowth. You could have Slash instead. Um, So just a fun fact there. Uh, So if you have a level 100 Meowth and you do G-Max Gold Rush, you will get 99999 cash on top of your usual prize money. And you can use it three times in a battle. Uh, but you can only use G-Max Meowth in certain battles. So they are suggesting the champion tournament in Winden in order to earn money. Okay, I have my thoughts about that method. But I'll, I'll give you all three here. So their second method is what we already mentioned. A life of luxury. Another easy way to generate some extra income is Watts in the wild area. Especially the big chunks of 2,000 Watts that you get for checking an active Pokemon den after you become Champion. A way of trading those watts for items of things you can sell. Keep uh, an eye out for Rotom Rally, Rallyus selling luxury balls. Then swap your watts for luxury balls. And then watch your wallet expand the next time you visit the Pokebart and sell said luxury balls. And the final way, exclusive on this show.
1: Oh boy, here we go. Here it is.
0: <laughs> the, the, the Steve Sarumi way that Pokemon.com hasn't stolen from me yet. The third way you can do, it will require real-life money. <laughs> Step one, use my Amazon affiliate <laughs>
1: link. Would you stop?
0: <laughs> wow. And buy a turbo controller for the Switch and plug it in. Step two <laughs> is go to the, the digging duo, left guy, left guy. And take all your watts And then turbocharge your A button And then go to bed <laughs> And then when you wake up You will have Spent Or what I did Spend 300,000 watts On fossils <laughs> And rare bones And bottle caps And Whatever else he gives you And I can now <laughs> I can now break down the math here so easy math. talked about this last week, life of luxury ball. Uh, I believe 999 luxury balls will get you 1.4 million dollars.: And that takes polka dollars. Poker dollars. And that takes a mere matter of seconds, as long as you have said watts to buy. Uh, you need what? Uh, 100,000 watts to buy 90, 999 luxury balls, which gets you 1.4 million dollars. Which uh, I can usually, just by starting my day off with dens, checking all the dens, and then by ending my day checking all the dens, because at that point I've probably done enough max raids to reset them, uh, I can usually get to 100,000 watts in about three days of playing. Just at the start, checking, at the end of my day, checking, so three days of that. The Meowth method I don't think is good at all. So, Why? a couple reasons. Why because any ghost Pokemon trainer throws a huge wrench in that. And if you're playing Shield, you're almost always going to be against Alistair, and you can't G-Max Payday against any Alistair. Well, I'm playing Sword. If you're going through three battles with G-Max Meowth, you're walking away with $300,000, which is significantly less than $1.4, and that's at least... Three battles through there, because you have to sit through Dynamax animations, is like 14 to 15 minutes of your time. I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. Sure. Um, and if you have Alistair, you're only walking away with 200,000. Unless, I guess, you bring a Pokemon with Soak, I guess. <laughs> so strap in your Basculin and Soak one of his ghost Pokemon, maybe. Uh, I guess that's the way around it. But I feel like okay. So if I have 15 minutes to run through Champion Cup, or if I have 15 minutes to do like three raids, the rewards from the raids are significantly better than the rewards from the Champion Cup, which is like, oh, uh, here's Ball Guy, uh, three repeat balls, and then he just starts thrusting at you, and he's like, try again next time, buddy.
1: (laughs) Does the dance, the dance we crave.
0: Okay, so the, the, the digging duo method, I, 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 I spent 300,000 watts, which I think actually took about four hours for my controller to auto-press through all the watts, uh, and that netted me $3.4 million Wow! Uh, by selling all the rare bones. I didn't sell any fossils, but I have like 50 of each of the four fossils. And I walked away with 42 bottle caps. So, $3.4 million, 300,000 watts, 42 bottle caps, which is great. No golden bottle caps. My luck was really bad, I guess, because I realistically probably should have got one based on percentages. Uh, but that is less than if I took the 300,000 watts and took it to the luxury ball guy, because that would have done $4.2 million. Mm the luxury ball method with the same amount of watts but minus the bottle caps and obviously it's way quicker to buy fossils we also spend real money (laughs) well i mean look
3: how much the controller cost
0: 17 bucks oh that's not bad hey when i'm deciding to shiny hunt fossils let me tell you that pro controller's coming back in (laughs) or not it's not a pro controller it is not as comfortable as a pro controller but there are your three methods uh i think your overall time investment is better for the luxury ball method but i guess i mean if you're really going for the champion cup rewards i just that that loot table is real broken
3: (laughs) i gotta say I, i don't think that the pokemon company is gonna take that third method away from you next week. You don't so think they're going to suggest
0: have... people buying a <laughs> yeah, buying, <laughs> buying a controller. Well, I mean, you can sit, sit there and press A yourself. Who has you that kind of time? You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. All right.
1: I suppose All right, I'll tell you this. Okay. If you are doing the method of hitting the A button, still don't watch the power of us while you're doing it. <laughs>
3: best advice on this show you could get
0: (laughs) bobby this is uh december 17th off pokemon.com bond with your pokemon friend and your pokemon go buddy adventure feature i have my thoughts on this but uh do you want to explain uh what's happening here as our resident pokemon go expert
3: yeah so they introduced something called buddy adventure uh, basically, they upgraded and that's it. All right, the... we'll see you guys. That's that's it, we're out. It. There Thanks. you go. See you next week, guys.
1: <laughs> Nothing important uh, happened.
3: So basically, they updated the uh, buddy feature in Pokemon Go. Uh, before, basically, all your buddy did was collect a candy every either one kilometer, three kilometers, five kilometers, or twenty kilometers, uh, based on its egg group, essentially um but now with this but with this new buddy adventure you can uh basically it it's similar to um what was it what was it in sun and moon where you could like play with your buddy or play with your pokemon brush it brush it and clean it and all that stuff uh pokemon refresh pokemon refresh so you can you can essentially you can take your buddy out you can feed it berries you can take pictures of it in AR plus mode you can uh if you battle with it so all of these things increase your buddy's um friendship with you essentially uh it works a lot like the friendship with your with trainers with other trainers works so you can have a good buddy great buddy ultra buddy or best buddy and um the more you level up your buddy level with your pokemon uh you can have it help you catch Pokemon, you can have it help you um find other items in the wild without having to spin a Pokestop. Uh and you can increase your Pokemon's uh CP if you get to that best buddy level. Uh so it, it really updated the uh buddy feature in general. Um I guess the most the, the thing people were most excited about is if you get to the good buddy level, which is just feeding your buddy th- three berries, or a Poffin, which costs like a dollar in the shop, um, the buddy will actually follow you around on screen. And so when you're looking in the overworld, you actually will see your buddy around you, um, which can be really confusing if you forget. And then you have a wild (laughs) Pokemon there that is not actually there. I I love it. I know Steve, I know Steve, you have your thoughts, but I, I love it. I love it for the AR plus. Um, it added more animations to AR plus, uh, if you tap your buddy once, it does its normal, regular animation. If you tap your buddy twice, it does its attack animation, as if you were catching it in the wild. And if you rub your buddy's like, forehead, or like, I don't know, rub your finger on the forehead of, of your buddy, then it gives you like a celebration-type animation. So as far as for AR, I think it's a huge improvement. Um, and as a feature in general i i I like it
0: oh i saw they uh actually added the new trainer box too to
3: the u.s store the Mm -hmm. one time only i'm seeing right now and there's also a uh there's also uh holiday boxes right now which i have i think some of the best boxes that they've ever had the ultra box gives you like 20 raid passes and the adventure box right now gives you Ten super incubators and ten regular incubators, which I believe is the most uh for either that they have given. Oh no, they've given more raid passes, but the adventure box, that's definitely the most incubators they've given.
1: Can't wait to sell those raid passes.
0: <laughs> uh Greg, did you try the event? you didn't try the Adventure Buddy, right?
1: I haven't. I'm on vacation. Okay. So <laughs> I, Vacation I, from I, Pokemon I'm not, Go. <laughs> I'm not leaving my house, so I forget to turn on Pokemon Go, because there are any stops in my house, and I haven't left my house except when I had to. I played it today with you a little bit, yeah, but yeah I haven't done it yet. I mean, I'm still sort of working on, on getting candies for things that I need to level up, so I'm sort of torn about stopping that to switch to this.
3: Well, you but can keep prob- doing that.
1: I probably will switch to this once I'm like back to walking around stops again. So, I don't know, week and a half.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I, I'm not super negative on it. I, there's just like wha, maybe one or two things I don't like. So I don't think Bobby mentioned this, but uh, maybe maybe I zoned out for a hot second. But uh, they added ribbons to Pokemon Go finally.
3: I did not mention that. You're right. You're right.
0: Yeah. Um, so when you get to Best Buddy, which is the four hearts, uh, you get a Best Buddy ribbon, uh, which I believe uh, I was already in the game data from. A ribbon that can come from Pokemon Home into Sword and Shield. For anyone who doesn't know what ribbons are, ribbons were uh, things that you could collect uh, when the Gen 3 games came out. Uh, So, uh, like, the first ribbon I think the game actually introduces you to is the Footprint Ribbon. Which is, I think at the time, was just walking a certain amount of steps with your Pokemon. And then it gives you a little footprint um, ribbon that goes on it. What do ribbons do? The same thing as shiny Pokemon, which is absolutely nothing. Uh, they're just another <laughs> thing to collect. Um, you might have heard of people who are trying to do like Ribbon Quest, which is, uh, I think at the at, uh, at the time of this recording, I could be slightly off. I'm sorry. I don't have the resources in front of me. There's like 60 to 70 ribbons total. Um, and there are actually ribbons in non-main series games, uh, such as Coliseum and Gale of Darkness. Uh, so there are two ribbons specifically. They're the same ribbon, so it doesn't actually matter what game. So what people will do is they'll usually start in Gale of Darkness or Colosseum uh, because one of the ribbons is purifying a Pokemon. So they would find a shadow Pokemon. Ideally, they would purify it. It would get that purified ribbon on it. And then the other ribbon, which is a completely waste of... I mean, you can do it, but it's like get 50 wins in mount bad Battle Tower. And once you go through those 50 wins, you'll get the second ribbon. Then people transfer it over to either ruby sapphire or emerald and there are a, a plethora of ribbons specifically there are a lot of ribbons regarding the contest in those games which are very RNG based <laughs> yep and then the battle frontier stuff in an emerald which is hey, a n- whole another level of frontier um, and then you move you move those pokemon into diamond and pearl uh, where there are a bunch more ribbons again more contest stuff uh, or what were they called in that game was that dances I don't remember Musicals. Musicals, there you go. Musicals.
1: Don't yeah. say that so snottily. Um
0: and then <laughs> what what are better, Greg? Musicals or contests? Musicals. Okay. Uh okay. and then you can move that into your uh Heart Gold Soul Silver. Uh which only has one ribbon, unfortunately, uh, which is the defeat red ribbon. Uh I don't remember what the ribbon has like some name and re- reference or whatever. Uh, there's also a weird thing in uh, Heart Gold Soul Silver where you can get like a golden leaf thing attached to your Pokemon.
1: Uh, yes,
0: but uh, you want to explain that, Greg, real quick.
1: Um, I forget.
0: It's like really, it's really it's convoluted. Really convoluted. Uh, um, and it me... again doesn't do anything.
1: <laughs> no, it's like. All right, I have to look it up again. All
0: right, Greg, we'll look that up. Uh, and then when you moved those Pokemon into Gen Five, they were like. What are ribbons? We don't know. (laughs) Uh, Which is really interesting that they kind of threw away ribbons for an entire generation.
1: Oh, that's right. So the shiny leaf was a rare item sometimes found by your Pokemon walking behind you.
0: But it was like six parts, right? That you had to put together. Uh, I thought I could be wrong. So,
1: yeah. So. You can find, so there were, uh, different routes that have- it's so complicated. It's like, different routes, depending on your nature, had part of the leaf, and then if you found all of the leaves, you could make the crown, because it's the leaf crown that's made up from the parts. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Ah, like, you have to go to specific routes based off of your
0: nature, and- (laughs)
1: That sounds like a it's lot not, of work. It's not worth it. Just don't. Just don't.
0: Okay. <laughs> so after you are very disappointed by moving your Pokemon into Gen 5 and nothing happens, you have to move the, the, them into those game anyways because of Pokemon Transporter. And Transporter will move your Pokemon from Gen 5 to Pokemon Bank. And then once in Bank you can either move them into a Gen 6 game or a Gen 7 game, where they will be locked forever, depending on what game you picked. Uh, Well, I mean, once you put them to 7, they can't go back to 6, I guess. Uh, And once you put them in Transporter, they can't go back to 5. So you want to send them into X and Y, which has, I think, just like 6 or 7 ribbons. I think one, uh, easy one, is becoming the Kalos champion. That one's pretty straightforward and easy. Uh, And then... You can move them into Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and you get a whole new blanket of contest ribbons to earn all over again, although I believe it's easier in those games. Uh, And then when you're done with that, you move them into uh, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. I think you can just skip Sun and Moon, because the ribbons are the same, except Ultra has one bonus ribbon, which is the Battle Royale ribbon. Uh, And then I believe those games have about seven ribbons as well. And then... I guess you wait till Pokemon Home comes out, and then I believe that Sword and Shield has six ribbons that we know of. It has the Effort Ribbon, um, the Best Friends Ribbon, which you probably already have because other games have that. Uh, the ribbons you're probably looking forward. The the new ribbons, though, because even though these games have a lot of ribbons, some of them are repeats, like the footprint, the Footprint Ribbon is pretty much in every game, which is... You know, walk with a Pokemon, X amount of steps. I think in Sun and Moon they slightly changed it to like get 30 levels. But you can get the Galar Ribbon. And then you can, uh, there's a Battle Tree Ribbon. Or not Battle Tree, sorry, Battle Tower in that game. And then there's also a Ribbon if you take a Pokemon into Master Cup competitively, uh, which is cool. Now the the coolest thing about Ribbons that they've kind of done in... Sword and Shield, is that you can set the ribbons as a title so when you throw out a Pokemon it will actually acknowledge the ribbon you select. So, for example, if you throw out uh, an Alcremie that you took through the Galar Championship Cup you can set it to like Alcremie, the, the Galar Champion has entered the battle or whatever. Um, so it will actually say things. Now, Sword and Shield also introduced something called Marks and marks are like ribbons. They appear in the ribbon tab. But they are, they are ultimately ribbons that you get by catching Pokemon. As far as I know, you can't get any from raids or eggs. But, for example, if you were fishing, uh, you can get a mark that says Catch of the Day. Um, and it looks like a little fishing pole. And you can select that instead of selecting your Galar Champion ribbon. And so when you send it out, it'll say, like, Wishcash, the catch of the day. (laughs) Which is, like, super cute. Yeah, it's very cute. And it's a way to show off the things you've earned. So ideally, if you had a Shadow Quillfish back in Gale of Darkness, I think Quillfish was in? Maybe it's in both. And you purified it, and you took it to the Battle Tower, and then you did all the work, and then when Pokemon Home comes out, you finally bring your Quillfish in. I'm assuming you'll be able to select one of those older ribbons so when you send it out, you could show it off. That is... To say if anyone you're showing it off to notices that one second of text that appears before they enter. So now Pokemon Go has added a ribbon. So I guess if somebody was doing a ribbon quest, I don't think there's a way to move a Pokemon to Pokemon Go and then back into home, into Galar, so they would be missing this ribbon. But this is a great way to start collecting ribbons if you like Pokemon Go, and you're excited for when Pokemon Home comes out, that you can transfer those Pokemon into Home slash Sword and Shield. Uh, I got real sidetracked with Ribbon. Let me tell you what I don't like about the buddy feature. (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) wow. Uh, So I love the Ribbon stuff, because I really, really like Ribbons a lot. Uh, The thing I don't like is, so my Pokemon that I've been walking with is a Cofagrigus, a shiny Cofagrigus that I evolved into Yamask, or I evolved from my Yamask. Oh, yeah. The problem, like Greg, I don't want to leave my house, but because Cofagrigus yeah. is so big, uh, there's literally nowhere in my house where I can. I have enough floor area for one Cofagrigus to spawn. And if I can get him to spawn, that I can't back up enough to like pet him or uh, throw berries at him. And uh, I can do the quick berry thing. But that still doesn't give me the option to, like, take a picture or pet because I would have to leave my house and go outside where it's very cold. And I get, like, I totally understand that, like, Pokemon Go is get out and go. But when the game is so demanding of you giving them berries, like, every six hours, which has triggered that Clash Royale thing of me. Mm. It literally triggers that, like, oh... I'm opening this chest, okay, come back in three hours, so you can actually open it, and so you can start a new chest. This whole give it berries so it can follow you for up to six hours is that trigger to me, and I hate that feeling. It's why I stopped <laughs> playing a lot of those games, because I don't want to be told that, like, hey, time's up, come back, come back, come back. Like, if you don't come back, then yep. you can't set the next one. I absolutely hate like a lot of mobile games do that that's not new i get some people super like that but this feature is a feature that pokemon go didn't particular didn't have until now and it is the same feature as like timed loot boxes uh and it's it's very
3: not great (laughs) (laughs) yeah i see what you're saying with that uh i will say for your your ar situation you have there being in your house and not being able to take a picture of it or anything like that. There is a way to make the Pokemon on screen seem smaller than it actually is. And this is not obviously how Niantic set it up. But if you um, put your phone into AR plus mode and have the Pokemon sitting in front of you and it's too big or you back up and it's just not, you know, it's not small enough to take a picture of what you can do is while you're holding your phone facing the Pokemon, back up as far as you can so that you can see as much of it as possible. And then, at least for the iPhone, I'm sure it works the same way for Android, go into your like app switcher. So, as if you're going to like open your phone as if you're going to switch apps. Okay. And then move f- closer to where the Pokemon would be and click on Pokemon Go again. And what happens is it it makes you the same distance you were from the Pokemon, oh. but now you're actually closer to it. So when you back up the next time, it looks like you're further away from it. And then oh, you do that again. interesting. You, get, you walk closer, and then it's the same thing that I use to make it look like a Pokemon's in the water further away from me. Like, I can't walk out into the water and make it look like Lapras is out there on top of the water. So you... You use that method and it actually pushes the Pokemon further away and in cases can make it smaller or can make it bigger or it can you can move your phone looking into the sky and then open the app again and it will make the Pokemon look like it's up there in the sky. So it's the way of kind of it's a glitch, but it's the way of kind of placing the Pokemon how you want to place it in the in the AR+. Plus.
0: Yeah. I mean the simple solution is uh just just pick a smaller Pokemon to follow you. <laughs> that's true,
3: but if you want to take yeah. a picture of but Cofagrius, I've already I've already committed you...
0: time to the Coffagriegis. <laughs> right. So now I'm gonna like see it through, which is like awesome because I want to start there are Pokemon in Pokemon Go that I definitely like care about, and I'm sure you have a couple, Bobby. I know you always walk with your Farfetch, but I'm sure there are other Pokemon in your in your collection that you care about, so I want to get ribbons on those other Pokemon. But now that I'm right. committed to Cofagrigus, even though as big as he is, I gotta suffer until I switch to like <laughs> a smaller one that I care about as well. Sure, sure. But yeah, that yeah. that's my main yeah. my my two main complaints are: I hate the the timer aspect, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't the, the AR stuff is a little a little much.
3: Yeah, the AR stuff is definitely. I mean, look, I, I don't live in a cold place, so I really can't, I can't speak to like the fact that you, that it's like 10 degrees outside or below zero. I have no idea what below zero feels like. I've never been there. So I, I totally feel for like not being able to go outside and play the game in the winter. Uh, so when, when, you know, when warmer weather comes around, I hope that you're able to go outside, use the feature and, uh, see how much better it is.
0: Just, uh, I like, like most version one of Niantic's features.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It needs a little help. You can definitely
3: tell it's version one. And, and more to that, they're also introduced something on Friday. Is it Friday? Yeah. Friday called the shared AR experience where you can actually, and it's, it's worldwide now. I think you have to be level two or above to, to use it, but if you're with up to two other people you can sync your phones together using like a QR code. What? And so you can all like you can have up to 3 pokemon on your screen and take pictures of your pokemon as well as your other friends' buddy pokemon. That's cool. So it's it's really cool in theory. I will say my wife has a an iPhone SE and I have an iPhone 11 Pro. Mine worked fine. It's, you know, new phone it, it works fine her phone it wasn't working so mm. um mm. that was a bit unfortunate also it's very specific in where you point the phone to get it cuz you all have to like point the phone to the same focal point to get it to like start working so again it's definitely like a version 1 um yeah. when it does work it's awesome because you're getting multiple pokemon in a picture without having to edit anything or do anything like that which is really fun But I'm sure as time goes on and there are updates and everything, it'll be, it'll work much better. But that is out now. So if you, if you're level two or above, uh, if you click on your buddy Pokemon and get into that buddy play screen next to the play button, there's like a, a little camera with three silhouettes of people around it. And if you click on that and you have your friends with you, you can scan each other's QR codes and you can all have your buddies in AR plus.
0: Awesome. Last thing real quick is we'll just go through what you get for being best buddies besides the ribbon. Uh, So a good buddy is you can join your buddy on the map. You will also see how your buddy feels on the profile screen. Great buddy. Your buddy may help you out in Pokemon encounters by making it easier to catch wild Pokemon. It can also bring you items that will help you journey in Pokemon Go. Ultra buddy, which I'm assuming no one at this point has probably gotten to. No, I don't think so. Uh, Your buddy will help you explore the world around you by letting you know of interesting places nearby. It will also bring you souvenirs, which you can keep track of the buddy profile screen. And Best Buddy, at the highest level, you and your buddy can sport a Best Buddy ribbon to show uh, everyone your bond. Keep your Best Buddy as your active buddy, and you will receive a CP boost in combat.
3: So the CP boost... Basically, if you look at the data miners did, you know, Charles or whatever that guy's name is, uh, did the data mining and among other like Self Road and other people, basically your Pokemon can go from levels one to 40 like you can as a trainer. Uh, But now there's levels 41 through 45 for the Pokemon, not for trainers. So there's no I know there was a thing where people thought there was a level like a uh level cap increase, but. It's just for the Pokemon they can now go to a level forty one to forty-five, and that's because of the CP boost if they are a best buddy. Well that's it. But I wanted to I wanted to ask Greg, actually. Yes. Okay. Would you rather go for the what is it, shiny leaf in Heart Gold, oh, SoulSilver? Man. Or watch the power of us.
1: Shiny Leaf.
3: <laughs>
1: <Oof>. <laughs> that's, that's the easiest. That's the easiest question in my life.
3: Ouch. Okay. I guess I won't be watching The Power of Us on Netflix.
0: The <laughs> Last 90 okay. minutes has been Bobby toying with the fact of <laughs> what's happening on January 1st for them. <laughs> Am I watching it? Am I not? Am I
1: watching it? It's and I, could, I know what your inner monologue is. It can't be that bad. Like... <laughs> And you're gonna think this, and you're gonna switch to that. You're like, it can't be that bad. And all of our efforts to save your to save your soul, your your humanity will be for naught. Because you're gonna hit play, and we will have failed.
2: Yes, that's
1: probably true. (laughs) (laughs) Greg, question of the week. Question time is here. Filling us with cheer we will be sleek and won't misspeak. It's the question of the week.
0: This is from Brandon a, from our been so good. Yeah, they've by been the good. Way. <laughs> this is uh, Brandon from our Slack community. If you were throwing a holiday party, which Pokemon characters would you invite and why? This would be like, no,
1: I've been thinking about this.
0: Trainers, not specifically. I mean, I guess you could invite a Pokemon, but train, a tra- trainers, gym leaders, uh, NPCs. I think the obvious choice is Martin has to show up.
1: No, <laughs> no. Martin is banned from all Mar- holiday events. Martin seems like a classy guy. Until Martin and, yeah. learns how to properly use a Solrock. He is not allowed into my home. I mean, he, the,
3: it was the solstice yesterday. He deserves some time. I he, Sure. He put a focus
0: sash on his soul rock. You know you know what? <laughs> Martin likes the power of us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cosmic power of us, I think, <laughs> I think he yeah, calls so it. So
1: Martin is banned. Um, provided Red and Blue are back from their Alola honeymoon, they can come over. Because you know that only Blue talks, and Red will sit in the corner and just nod. And that's fine. Uh Cynthia, I think, has an exciting life. Uh I would invite mm, Cynthia Leon seems over. like the,
0: the person that like leaves the party for another party.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like you don't just you get you get the good story out of Cynthia Cynthia and she's like, Thanks, I have another event to go to. <laughs> I would invite Leon, but he seems so hyperactive that I think it'd be like, Alright, dude, it's two AM. You have to go.
3: Would he even make it to your house? Directions? Oh,
1: well, he showed up at like nine, right? <laughs> at a five p.m. party, he showed up at nine. <laughs> Alder, would you invite Alder? Would you
0: like? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> That's like inviting your grandpa to your holiday party. <laughs> no, only only professors that are showing up are probably Kakui.
1: Yeah, Kukui's down to party. Sycamore yeah, actually, and
0: yeah. and Juniper. Yeah. Are probably the only three.
1: Birch birch parties.
0: No. N- <laughs> Again. Birch, parties. birch and Alder Alder can attend the same party that I'm not at. <laughs> uh, I think I think Valerie is a good party goer. Olympia probably not so much.
1: Olympia's there in spirit.
0: She, what about how? Yeah, oh, so I mean, yeah, yeah. You bring how about it? He's, he's no. How's the one you like? How? You dump the leftover food on when he's about to leave. You're like, hey, okay. you want to? You want to just take yeah. this cake? Cause no. How's the person
1: it? that you say? Oh, we need ice. Because <laughs> you know, oh, I was just... topping off to get ice. <laughs> like you're like, oh, uh, I forgot to get ice. Oh, oh. how how's probably coming early. Yeah, because you know how shows up early. Oh, yeah, like yeah, at mm-hmm. least fifteen minutes, and you are not done cleaning. So you do need to give how something to do. Well, you tell how the party
0: early. starts He's at six. Oh, fourth. Yeah, when in reality the party starts, <laughs> starts at, the party five. At, f- yep. at five. At
3: five, how sits in his car for like fifteen minutes before he comes <laughs> yeah. in too.
0: amping just himself looking. up for it. How probably just lets waiting. you know which brand of ice he bought as well. Yeah, is
1: is. I went to the holiday store and they had <laughs> two types of ice, so I got both. <laughs> oh how? Okay, what about Hop?
4: Uh, Would you I want, want, yeah. want
3: how and Hop to meet, so I invite both so that they can get acquainted.
1: I don't know. I want how to how and Hop to meet in a much more meet cute way than that. Like my holiday party. Who doesn't? That's, Hop- a,
3: that's a nice meet cute at a holiday party. It's festive. Everyone's having some eggnog or other festive drink. It's a good time. It's a nice meet-cute.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean... What about Agatha? Would you invite Agatha? (laughs) I mean, Agatha's bedtime's like 7pm.
3: Yeah, but... It's a -a 5 o'clock party. From (laughs) 5
1: to 7, you got some great stories about Oak going on. (laughs) Let's be real. Agatha has the dirt and is not afraid. Yeah, Phoebe. Uh, what about Phoebe?
0: Phoebe? Yeah, I mean, I get. Yeah, I guess you could bring Phoebe. I mean, if you're gonna bring Phoebe, you might as well bring like Plumeria as well.
1: What about you Seibold? Go. You need somebody who's <laughs> bringing good appetizers, right?
3: Exactly. Yes, definitely, definitely yes, definitely. Yeah, oh yeah,
1: Cybold's right, couldn't...
0: but like Koga, not so much.
1: No, I mean, <laughs> I will say that probably at about eight o'clock, you're tired of Seibold's philosophical art talk. And you're like, time for you to go, bud.
3: You're like, Seibold, have you met How?
1: Have you met How? (laughs) How about Hop?
3: (laughs) Alright, that's... that's... This is the
1: best holiday party. It's and then at one. about ten o'clock, when you want people to leave, you throw on the power of us, uh, get <laughs> right, them right
0: out the door. At that point,
1: <laughs> oh, gotta go. It's <laughs> a
0: big old no. You know, I think I've seen this one already.
1: Oh, I was gonna save this for my family. Spoilers! I gotta go.
0: <laughs> I heard Lugia's in this one. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think I think that's our episode. Uh, Ending with a holiday party. Hopefully, again, if you are celebrating the holidays. Uh,
1: whatever holiday you're whatever celebrating. Holiday there's a is. lot.
0: There's a lot Pick of them.
1: Pick the one that's your favorite.
3: Definitely.
0: If uh, I said this last week, I will say it again. If you uh, are not doing anything on Christmas, if you don't have any friends or family to hang out with, or you do have friends and family to hang out with, but uh, you're, you're over it. Maybe your friends and family <laughs> decided to put on the power of bus, uh, and you're like, I need something else to watch. Uh, I will be live on Twitch on both uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I guess we'll be doing some Delibird raids since they're promoted. And uh, I am in Ultra Ball Cup right now for Double Battles. So I will probably try to get to Master Ball Cup uh, before the season ends on December 31st. I don't know. We'll probably do some other stuff. It's Pokemon, so I get easily sidetracked. Maybe I'll find a new ribbon uh, to go after. So that that's the plans for this week. I'll be streaming all week. Uh, podcast, obviously you're listening to it. You made it to the end, so thank you. Uh, there will, of course, be another episode next Monday. So just, again, because it's holiday season, uh, you're still gonna get your normal episodes going forward here. Uh, Will should be back next week, or maybe actually not. He has family in town for the next two weeks, and I believe his recording room is also his guest bedroom. So, that's why Will wasn't here. Yeah,
1: I mean, also because he had a show tonight.
0: That's true, yes, he did have a, uh... Uh,
1: Christmas Carol at the Guthrie, ooh, very nice. good show. Very it's nice. a very good show. Very Minnesota, you should, and you haven't seen the Christmas Carol at the Guthrie, you should see it. One.
0: So uh, we'll see, we'll see. I I have seen him make progress with my own eyes in Sword and Shield. <laughs> very true.
1: Very slow progress, but
0: it's progress. It is. It is progress. I'm
1: pretty sure I have almost looped him on my second. Oh no!
0: <laughs> I mean, it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I don't. Less I don't, I don't think telling Wilder Rush would make him enjoy nope. the game no. more.
3: I think you just play no, no, it slower. No,
0: no. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think he needs to play Out it even slower to to get the real uh, full taste of of what whatever Galler is offering. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is. Uh,
0: we will be back next week. Bobby on Instagram is Pokemon PKM and Snaps. With a dot. Snaps. Yeah. The dot in there. Uh, And then...
1: Somewhere. Pick it. Pick where the dot is. PKM and
0: snaps on Twitter without the dot. Or if you can't figure it out, just flip the dot. You'll get there eventually. Yeah. Greg's at White Wing. I'm at Dragging a Lake. And uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter, at Pokemon Podcast. We are nearing 400 episodes technically we have way more than 400 but yeah miniseries and side stuff is not technically numbered but numbered wise when i do decide to stick a number on it we are approaching 400 episodes so that'll be early next year we'll I probably should start to gear up for that um but yeah have a happy holiday have a good week we will see you guys next week this has been another episode of the pokemon podcast and we are
3: super effective
1: super swingin holiday party
3: Cybold is a must, though. You Absolutely. You need those appetizers. Absolutely.
1: For real. Like, <laughs> Mallow, Nod. Nah, I don't need your tropical fruit punch again! <laughs>